Welcome back, welcome back guys. I'm kind of getting y'all like switched up with that music right there. Because uh, I'm trying to differentiate the episode. So, you know, I like to have the Monday motivation. I like to have the Wednesday kind of doing a little training session. Uh, give you a little more in-depth look that's in-depth looks look at something and then Friday just whatever I wanted to do uh, maybe a rant maybe you know some training maybe overcoming an objection whatever it may be so this is episode 24 um, let's do some quick cleanup before I get into the episode uh, if y'all are listening to me on any platform out there please make sure you give me a five-star review if you think the content's good also share this for to some share this with somebody that you think might need it uh, whether it be in text message, um, private message, uh, or it's just your friend, just, show, just share it with them. Because uh, the thing is, like I said, this is a passion project. Uh, you do hear the Anchor app um, uh, little, uh, what is it called, the advertisement? So I thought it was pretty cool. I'm not making tons of money off of it. I just finally, I think, crossed the t- <laughs> I can just cross the $10 mark, guys, okay? I'm not lighting on the fire with that thing. So, But the cool thing is that I actually believed in the Anchor app. And it's actually helped me out to get my word out there. So I truly, truly, truly appreciate y'all. Don't don't forget, though, this is an organic movement. So I'm doing this all organically. I'm not paying. I'm not pushing it. Uh, I'm not, you know, sponsoring it by, you know, putting it on Facebook and pushing it out. So, guys, this is truly organic. Whoever y'all get to listen to or whoever finds me, that's how this uh, podcast gets listened to. So make sure you're sharing with people that you know that are either in the car business or about to enter into the car business. Because we sometimes forget, uh, us veterans forget, you know, certain processes of the um, car sales or something like that. And we need to be refreshed every once in a while. Because you look at, just very simple, you look at Tom Brady, you look at Peyton Manning, they were some of the best quarterbacks the NFL has ever seen. But you you actually dissect into them. Um, they practice and they train like, like they always have. So if you're staying fresh and you're staying on your toes like they are, you're going to have a good, long career in the car business. But if you're thinking you don't need training after about two years because you got it all memorized and you know you know all the objections and you know I'm just going to do referrals and you're not marketing yourself or anything like that, you're going to die. It's, it's, you're going to die on the vine. It's all it's all that's going to happen. So uh, with that being said, let's hop into the episode. Um, oh, y'all, y'all know where to find me on Facebook, uh, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Instagram at TNT Dad 2728. And like I said, guys, if y'all can help me out with my Instagram, I do the pictures, I do everything. If y'all can help me get more followers on that, that'd be awesome. And the very last one is Tony, uh, in parentheses, Anthony, last name story, S T O R I E, on LinkedIn. Okay, so one of our listeners, um, I want to give a shout out to her, uh, my listener, y'all, our listener, whatever it may be. Um, her name is Angel Rosevere. Hopefully I said it right. Hopefully she's not mad at me for um, putting her on blast. But basically, um, she instant messaged me or private messaged me, private messaged me through Facebook, and I said, "Hey, what do you want me to do? Is there something you want me to go over? You want me to um, do?" She's like, "Yeah." So she gave me a list of three objections that she had the most. So I'm not going to do all three of them because that could turn into a long episode. I like to keep this episode a little short. This might run a little bit longer because I might go off on a rant. Uh, go down a rabbit hole, might get lost, I don't know. So, with that being said, the one I wanted to pull out was the price is too high. So whenever you sit there and you take the pencil out to the customer and you get that objection, the price is too high, a couple things could have gone wrong, okay? The price is too high is that if you didn't do a needs assessment right, right, and you didn't evaluate the right vehicle, the right payment, so on and so forth, and you go out there with this uh, expensive-ass payment or this expensive-ass car, obviously, 
um, the price is going to be too high because we didn't do a proper needs assessment from the get-go. So make sure you're doing a proper needs assessment. You always, like I said, you know, in the last episode, you got to self-evaluate what went wrong, okay? So make sure the price is not too high for the simple fact that you did the right needs assessment, okay? The other thing is, is make sure you got the equipment right on the vehicle, right? Because I know sometimes, you know, us as sales managers sit there and say, well, could she get color, could she or he get colorblind over the price? Could he or she get color uh, uh, moonroof blind? Like they, they, the vehicle has a moonroof, but if I discount it enough to offset the difference between the uh, price of, of one without a moonroof and one with a moonroof, you know, would, you, would they do that too? So make sure you're getting the right equipment. So, you know, sometimes customers come in and they have a Ford Focus and, you know, you're wanting to put them into a four-wheel drive truck because they, they asked for a truck. And because you think if you get them to fall in love with the four-wheel drive truck, then they might pay more for it. So, you know, that's the thing. Make sure you get the right equipment right because that customer that came in on a Ford Focus and you put them on an F-150, all you had to really do is put them on a base model two-wheel two drive one extended cab. You didn't even have to do four-door and you would have sold them all day every day. But what you did is you showed them their dream vehicle and um, they have a beer budget and wine taste. Now you made them have a wine taste on a beer budget. So make sure you're doing that very clearly too. Uh, and then the other thing is, is what was I going to say? Price is too high. There's a lot of reasons why the price is too high. Just make sure you're presenting the numbers right with the rebates and all that too. Because here's the one thing. Um, customers, I can't remember what the, the percentage is, but I, I, th I would say it's probably in the 70% range of all customers either finance or lease their vehicles. The other 20% are going to pay cash. So, you know, you have a huge market out there that's going to be financing or leasing the vehicle. So um, sometimes price is irrelevant, price irrelevant to uh, the payment they're trying to achieve. So what I mean by that is this is what I always, always tell a customer if they say the price is too high. We'll say, hey, Mr. Customer, I understand that you, your price is a very major concern. It's also a major concern of mine when I go shopping for things. Um, also trade and value, interest rates, so on and so forth. But with that being said, I know if I don't get the payment right, the price won't ever be right. So what I mean by that is, is let's say, for example, you're buying a $50,000, $60,000 vehicle. I told you the payment was $400 a month for the next 72 months, and you'll have it completely paid in full. You're going to be like, hell yeah, sign me the fuck up, right? But, and don't say the fuck up, okay? Don't say hell yeah. But if I sit there and I had a, a $20,000 car and I told you your payments were $700 a month over the next uh, 60 months, you're gonna call, and you'll have it paid off then, you're gonna call me fucking crazy, punch me and get the fuck out of here, right? I don't wanna do either one of those because those don't make sense. So what I'm trying to say, Mr. Customer, price in relation to payment is a huge concern. So not only do I need to get the price right, the trade-in, interest rate, down payment, all that stuff, no matter what, I have to get all that right. But if, if we're even on the wrong payment, none of this really matters. So with that being said, I understand as a big price is a big concern, but with a thousand dollars down, you know, are you okay with a five hundred dollar? Are you looking to be at a five hundred dollar payment on this vehicle? Well, you know, I, I get what you're saying, but but price is a big concern for me. I I understand. Um, if you're asking for you know a five thousand dollar discount or a ten thousand dollar discount, that doesn't exist on this vehicle. As you can see, um, and whether you get um, an internet shopper or you get a um, customer that walked into the showroom floor, you know there's not as much markup in the vehicles as what used to be. And make sure you say that line too. And they know that you sit there and sell, tell them I'm selling at below cost. They don't really care because every time I sit there and I told them, hey, you know what? 
I'm below cost. I have no other room to go. Well, you're making money somewhere. And I, and I, and I always, this is the line I always start out with. Look, Mr. Customer, you don't know what my cost is. You know, you know nothing about that. And even if, even if I tell you I'm losing money on this, you're not going to believe me. So it doesn't matter if I say that. But this is one of those numbers that I, I'm so aggressive that I'll give you this piece of paper. You can go shop me in, my, in, my, in all of Houston. Uh, not only that, you can um, you know, take it home. You can do whatever you want. I know I'm so aggressive that I'm not afraid of losing your business. So once you walk out that door, I'm going to actually make money when you walk out that door. Um, so if you decide to purchase it, it's a loss for me. You don't see it. I know it's there. Um, but other than that, I, I get it. So that's one of the ways you can overcome the price objective. Um, because at the end of the day, uh, the customer is always going to want more. And I always tell them this way too. There's a lot of little closures you can use here and there. Let's see how much time I got left. Oh, I got plenty of time left. Okay. This is another co uh, close to the price. This is another uh, close to the price close. So one thing is I always sit there and tell a customer, hey, look, you go into a steak restaurant and this is relative to food. You can use it with anything, seafood, um, whatever it is. You can always use this one. But this is why I always like to use the called the steak close. So when they say the price is too high, okay, Mr. Customer, obviously you're looking at this, um, this uh, limited vehicle. Uh, let's say you're looking at a limited Explorer or a um, luxury you know, um, infinity, whatever it may be. All right, Mr. Customer, most of my customers, they walk in and, and they have this, this, this expensive taste. Like, this is what I always tell customers. I, when, I go to, when I go to a steak restaurant, right, um, I sit there and just like you, you go to the steak restaurant? Yeah, they go, yes. They shake their head. Yeah, okay, great. We go into a steak restaurant, right? You sit there and you look at the menu and you see the ribeye and then you see the sirloin, right? Well, the ribeye, or the, the, you know, whatever you're, you like, if it's the high-end one, you know, the ribeye is usually about 10 bucks higher than the sirloin, depending on the restaurant you go to. Now, I don't know about you, Mr. Customer, but, but me personally, I'm a ribeye buyer. I'm not a sirloin buyer. Uh, I like, I have expensive taste when it comes to uh, uh, steak. And ribeye is not the most expensive. But at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is you're trying to buy a ribeye on a sirloin price, and it's just not going to happen. And, and, and trust me, if I can make this happen, I definitely would. Because at the end of the day, you know, all these cars, them sitting on the lot doesn't do us any good. Our, our job is to sell you a car. That's, that's all our job is to. So if there's not a transaction made between me and you, then guess what? There's not, nothing's going to happen. We, this vehicle sits on the lot. We pay taxes, so on and so forth. We pay interest if all, the, if all of your vehicles are floored. So floored means that they're floored with whatever lender y'all use, whether it be Chase, um, Ford Motor Credit, whatever maybe. These vehicles um, will cost us money the longer they sit here. Now, with that being said, there's obviously a profit that has to happen in order for us to do business. But hey, guy, hey, please understand, I can't make that 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 ribeye fit into the sirloin. I can't. It just won't work. And I, if I could, trust me, I would. So, other than that, um, do you want to go back and look at the lesser equipped vehicle? And that's another thing too. So you use that one, okay? You can always tie it in with the um, uh, takeaway clothes. And so the takeaway clothes, if any of y'all have never used it, is that you know they sit there and you, oh, they said the price is too high. So reevaluate the vehicle and the MSRP and the equipment on. It. Hey, Mr. Customer, remember whenever we were, you know, doing your needs assessment and you said you wanted the sunroof? Yeah, well, that could cost a little bit of money. You know, you know when you said you wanted the DVD headrest? Well, that, that cost a little bit of money too. You remember when you said you wanted the, the blind spot monitors? That cost money too. Remember when you said that, you know, 
Um, you wanted the navigation system. Well, that cost a little bit of money too. Remember when you said you wanted massage seats? Well, that cost money too. Remember when you said you wanted all this stuff? Well, that's what the manufacturer says the retail vehicle price of this vehicle is. So it's not me saying this, it's the manufacturer. So you understand the manufacturer does tons amount of research so they can be competitive within the market. So just like um, everything, we have to be, they have to be competitive to um, the other brands that are out there. You know, like if you're looking at a Toyota Camry, it has to be competitive with a Honda Accord, so on and so forth. So understand at the end of the day, this is the manufacturer saying it's worth, okay? So with that being said, um, with all this equipment that you wanted on the vehicle, that's the price that it's, that, that, that it's valued at. Now what we can do, we can start with the entry level, entry level model that doesn't have everything you did and that will get you to the price you're trying to be at. Don't ever say the beginner, don't ever say the, the cheapest model because what you're going to do is you're going to offend them. Uh, and some people you have to do it to give a little bit of shock and awe. But at the end of the day, you say, hey, we can go back to the entry-level model. That's usually what most customers do when, they, when they, the price is too high for this one. So let's, let's look at the more entry-level one. Well, no, 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 I got to buy this one. And don't get me wrong, there are some stupid fucking customers out there. But at the end of the day, you can take them back down to the entry-level model, and they won't do it. And it means they have to have this vehicle. And that's when you re-enter into the price negotiation. Okay, well, now with that being said, look, you look like an educated shopper. And, you know, I wish everybody out in the world would pay MSRP for the vehicles. And I value my time and what I do. So that's why I'm gonna ask for the most money up front. And if I didn't, I, I would be cheating myself and my family out of money. So I've always gotta ask for the most money up front. With that being said, you look like an educated shopper. Based on your research, you know, what do you think the market value for this vehicle is? That way we can kind of see where we're at between, between me and you. And that way they offer a number to you. And, and, and you always gotta proposition it as, the market research that you've done, because we do our market research all day, every day. If you don't do, if you don't research yourself on price and you secret shop yourself, you are shooting yourself in the foot. So make sure you're doing your own research on your own price because it helps you out. So um, that's another way to overcome the price objective. Um, trying to think, I got some more up my sleeves. Oh, another way to overcome the price objective. Okay, <laughs> the price is too high. And you've already went back for your second and third pencil. Um, and I'll do another episode. But I guess I won't do another episode over this because I actually like this one. Make them go outside and do a second test drive or do a second one over on the vehicle. Make them lick the paint off the vehicle again. You know, I just told you that you had to show them what this stuff cost. Take them back out there. Get them back under the fucking ether of the vehicle, okay? That's what you do. Make sure you get them back under the ether of the vehicle and make them fall in love with the vehicle. Make them want to lick the paint off the vehicle again. You know, if you're on a, a, a luxury vehicle or if you're on a vehicle there's not a whole lot of, you have to make them lick the paint off of it. Make them fall in love with why they're going to be the only one that's going to buy the vehicle. Make them fall in love with why um, this one's going to have the third row folding seats because no other brand has it out there. Make them fall in love with all of that stuff, you know? Make them call whoever it is, you know, because you already Bluetooth their phone. Make them call whoever it is so they put them in the spot to tell them that they're going to buy the vehicle. Uh, and that's what sometimes overcoming the uh, price objection is, is too high. Um, so, you know, there's a couple different ways. And then also, if you're on a, a payment purchase, you can always flip it to a lease because, as we all know, leases sometimes figure out to a better payment because then price is irrelevant because it's always going to be a, a payment thing. Um, at that at that point in time, 
So, guys, um, once again, I do appreciate y'all for listening. Um, and once again, a shout out to Angel Rosevear, um, the one that uh, asked that I do this um, episode. Uh, if y'all got any more objections y'all want me to overcome, please let me know. If you think I missed something, please let me know. But like I said, this is relative to the market I'm in. I'm in Houston. It's very, very competitive. Not saying it's not competitive in the market you're at, but as in relation to a Toyota or Ford dealership, you can throw a rock from one to the other. So, um, <clears throat> but guys, once again, I cannot thank y'all enough. I've had a lot of y'all reach out to me. Understand, this is a passion project. I'm not making a ton of money off this. And I know that y'all been listening and you've got that uh, anchor. Uh, <laughs> that anchor ad before uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing but I, I recorded it to see how much money I could make off of it um, but that anchor ad before um, the actual episode takes off so today year today month today week today I don't know what it is I made $10 since I started doing that ad so I'm not lighting the world on fire okay um, if I you know it'd be nice if I got that thing up to like you know $100 um, a week because you know, I can take my kids out to eat. Buy, it's a dinner, you know what I'm saying? So, guys, I, like I said, I truly, truly appreciate y'all. Share this with anybody in the car business that is either started, just started in the car business or somebody that's old-time in the car business. Um, we all can be taught new tricks, I'm telling you, or we can taught, be taught tricks. Um, we can re, relearn new stuff, relearn old stuff that we thought we forgot, you know, or that we did forget. So, guys, once again, man, I can't thank y'all enough for listening to this. Um, I'm on my way home. I've got to take my daughter to the father-daughter dance. And I'm going to have a hell of a day tomorrow because it's Saturday. I'm going to sell some fucking cars, get ready for Monday motivation. So, guys, I appreciate y'all. And like uh, the one, two quotes that I say, this could be the hardest um, five-figure job or the easiest six-figure. And we all win when we all win. So y'all all know how I leave y'all out. I don't know if y'all want to like repeat after me or try to catch me when I say it the right way. But guys, you know what's coming next. Peace.